Hi, I'm Maya, and my pronouns are she and her. Hi, I'm Angela, and my pronouns are they and them. And this is Nichities, the podcast where we tackle niche topics and relevant issues, including race, gender, and how to leave a first date's house when you realize they don't own hand soap. Welcome back. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and rate our podcast. You can also find us on social media platforms, Instagram and TikTok, at Pod. Let's get into this week's episode. Angela, what the fuck is up? Um, today I think I was like racially profiled. Uh, maybe, that's, oh. maybe that's not like, the, maybe like microaggressed, ethnically okay. profiled. I'm not sure what happened, mm-hmm. but it felt like a racially motivated comment. Um, I was taking a four-year-old to the bathroom today and an eight-year-old looked at us and said, hmm, you two look alike. And I was like, oh, you mean the child with the Hispanic brown dad and white mom? He and I, <laughs> he and I look alike. I'm cracking up. I was like, I really, I wonder why. That's so crazy. Uh, it's even better that it was an eight year old. I was like, okay, class. Now we're gonna talk about microaggressions. Like, an eight year old came for my life. Yeah. Uh huh. And he wasn't wrong. No. And, and that's I, always the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> I told my boss about it, and she was like, Oh, it's because you're Puerto Rican. And I was like what the hell true uh, true that was what i was saying like yes you know i've been thinking about your race lately because (laughs) it makes me so uncomfortable to even think about myself because well you don't have to talk about it if you don't want but you did open this can of worms i did so (laughs) do you are you white when you are like me me angela are you like white or you like something else or both like white because in my head, I count you as one of my friends of color, but I'll take you off that list. No, put me I'll, back nah, on. No, you are you. You just outed yourself as a whitey, oh, yeah. and as a whitey, you're gonna say put you back on the list. <laughs> no, what I've been thinking is like <laughs> white passing feels wrong because I don't necessarily identify as like a person of color, but like white passing Latina, like I don't know, like white Latina, like it just doesn't feel right for me to say brown, like it just. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think anyone. There's no brown police. But there are the fucking internet. Have you been on Reply don't Guy Twitter? Don't tell the internet. Don't listen to them. Maya, every week we tell the internet. They don't listen. <laughs> we don't do a live podcast. They don't know what we look like. No. <laughs> I could be anybody. Yeah. I think. And I think that's like. What like makes me the most uncomfortable is like other people's perception about it. Other people do be perceiving race, and it is uh, inconveniencing. It is, and they love to tell other people about their own races, and I yeah. just don't think. Yeah, it, okay, that well, is the reason that it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, that surprises me because you don't give a fuck about other people. No. Okay, so I'll put you on my list of white friends, and that's so <laughs> valid. You know that's funny. I will validate you as a white person. Thank you. I feel validated. <laughs> I feel seen as a white person. I feel really seen. And I was like, yes, I had internalized racism. No, you don't need to talk about it. What the fuck? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Okay. We both had straight hair through high school. We Yeah, we had a lot of straight things going on in high school and they've all changed. That's, I think, my biggest regret of 2022. What? Being gay? Trying to not be gay. When? Why? What? When did that happen? Where I, was I when you decided you were I gay? knew that I was a lesbian long before I said it. Uh, okay. 
and long before I let myself be it. And that's a big regret. Because what's going on? I think we should get into that. <laughs> you came out as a lesbian this last year. I came out as a lesbian this last year. And that's one of my favorite things I did. Yeah. What'd that feel like? Uh, It felt freeing. It felt like I owed it to myself. It felt very normal and like very natural and very good. What did it feel like for you? Did you come out as a lesbian last year? Uh, No, I've been out as a lesbian for two years now okay um i knew it was when we lived together but i didn't know it i know they've kind of blurred together they have it felt mm, obvious Mm -hmm. it felt like yeah you just (laughs) didn't want to say it yeah yeah and it felt mm, yeah i think freeing is the word and just like because yeah all the things that like were like inhibitions or like barriers I made for myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, don't have to pretend that I give a fuck about that anymore. Exactly. It like, feels very genuine. Like I'm yes. finally being all of me. Oh, for sure. And not pretending in the least. And that's nice. Yeah. That is nice. Happy for us. I'm happy for us too. Mm-hmm. So with me, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, because what the fuck has been up with you? Someone played, what's the song they play at military funerals? <laughs> Taps. Yeah. And then I'll shoot a gun five times. Or is that? No, I think it's Taps. Play Taps right now. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Because just a series of unfortunate events. Just a, a series, a full series of unfortunate events um have happened to me in the last mm, three weeks yeah what the fuck uh so i lived in an apartment that apartment didn't have heat i got kicked out and moved out of that apartment moved into a new apartment all of this happened in like five days uh i spent christmas with my family which i didn't do last year it was fine didn't need to do that she also spent christmas with my family spent christmas with angela's family that was that was a good part. That was a series of nice events. Uh, what else? I had a friend breakup with my the longest friend I've had I ever had. Long term bestie. Long term bestie. Um, my I had a, a family spat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. I think we all did. It was the holidays. <sighs> yeah. I uh, I hold so much anger for them. I'm not a very angry person, truthfully. But I think about, and I'm like, die. Like, I just, like, it is the only, I've unlearned so much of that. And yet I look at them and I'm like, get fucked, you dirty, musty bitches. You do think that all the time. I hate, I, there's not a day I don't. <laughs> there's not a day that I wish them well. Never, not, marry one. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> Kick rocks, you dumb whores. I also wish I felt that way a little bit. I don't feel that way about my parents, and I probably should. There's no shoulds. I wish I did. I don't care about them enough anymore to, like, you really know. feel super strongly. Care about them as my parents to feel super strongly, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, as people, they're separate, but, like, as my parents, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I... I like to watch you do it because I get to channel some of that through you. Yeah, every day I'm like, no, I hope you trip. And also fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. 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 Fuck them.
then I, I started processing my daddy issues. I never had done that before. Oh. Like, oh, my God. I have an emotionally abusive father. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a tough one. Couldn't. I wouldn't have been able to say that a month ago. I was like, doo, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> That's insane. That's a big. So that. Mm-hmm. And then I moved into this new apartment. And then I lost a chunk of money. And then now I'm sick or something. Yeah. My throat just hurts. But I can't. And arguably I'm doing fine. Like, let's, uh, emotionally I'm even doing pretty fine. I don't know if that means I haven't processed things yet. But emotionally I'm pretty fine right now. And like logistically I'm fine right now. I just, I don't want to do it at all. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> like, what the fuck was all of that in the course of, like, a week and a half? Everybody at my job was like, Maya, oh, my gosh, you know, that's a lot. Oh, that was so much. Oh, are you okay? No. Anyway. Also, like, bitch, it happened so quickly. I blinked. I missed it. Like, I'm truly, good because it's done. Truly. I'm fine. It's over. That happened in 10 days. It did happen to you in 10 days. I was a witness the most present i've ever been because life was like i'm going to if you're not present you will die but now i have a home and it has heat Woohoo! <laughs> and i'm figuring out how to ask for help whatever the fuck that means and you're doing a really good job at it no you're doing a good job you're doing a good job thank you you're welcome so yeah life has just really been a whirlwind and i like also just have shit to do like i also am an ambitious lady and i'm like hey do i have to stop and process this because i've got shit to do i don't know me and my therapist had a conversation like that yeah how'd it go it went well for well she affirmed what i was thinking so for me (laughs) it went well i was thinking okay so you know how we listen to celebrity memoir book club which is a podcast where Celebrity. Well, the two hosts read celebrity memoirs and drag her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about like most of these celebrity memoirs are like, and here's all of my traumas, and I'm gonna lay them out for you. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, you could not pay me enough to sit down and just like list out like you could pay me enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bitch. I am not about to sit down and write all my assaults in order to sell books. Like, I just don't know what to tell you, man. Yes. I mean, for, like, the the point of shock factor of literally being, like, trauma chapter one, trauma chapter two, trauma chapter three. Like, I, I think that is a little voyeuristic and weird. Yeah. But also, bitch, we know that you couldn't do that because you just be whipping out, like, oh, did I ever tell you about one time something happened? And it fucked me up. And it's like, what, bitch? You're like, I think about it every day. What? It's always something really wild, too. Yes. It is. And I was just like, maybe you should write a book. I'm not going to figure it out. I don't, well, and I was talking to my therapist. I was like, do I need to, like, write a book? Go into, like, every single detail and be like, okay, check that one off. Process that. Check that one off. Process Uh that. And she was like, no, I don't think you have to. And I was like, thank God. She was like, actually, that's how they re-traumatize PTSD survivors. And I was like, okay, great. So I don't have to do that. Literally. So maybe this is just one that you, like, skate by. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think there's, like, 
you can talk in general swaths, especially if it's like, you know, the complex PTSD of it all of like, yeah, you don't need to go into every crevice. I don't think the non-PTSD survivor has to go into all those things. I think people do it, especially people who have mm, casual trauma. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like me. My mom is a bitch, right? Right. She didn't run me over with a car. Right. right? She didn't sell me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, there's the like, I'm going to get into every detail because it's like, at the end of the day, I'll be sad. Right. And often I- in celebrity <laughs> memoirs, it's like, here's my big one. So get into that. And they're like, okay, cool. No. Celebrity memoir book club is what uh, partially triggered me uh, analyzing the stuff of my dad. Because they always talk about like, these people write these books and bash their mothers. They're like, my mom tried her hardest and she's a cunt. And then they're like, my dad was barely ever there, and but he's a real one. That was a big one in Amy Schumer's. <laughs> oh, I haven't listened to that one yet. I listened to that one recently. And that, was, you- that was a big theme. <laughs> she makes me grind my teeth. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, yeah, that podcast will like traumatize you, but also make you giggle at other people's stupid shit. It's really funny because they'll be reading some really dark shit and then they'll be like, hmm shut up they'll be like "Mm -hmm, that's it okay (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like you know what i'm glad you said it and it wasn't me you know Mm -hmm. but yeah so like doing an overarch of that like little pocket of trauma that i had this december month yeah um but yeah i'm figuring it out and i'm almost 26 and i'm doing fine you are doing fine doing fine I moved my body last night. I ate a vegetable. Oh my god, bitch, you're doing more than fine. I made breakfast and sat down at the table and read a book this morning to eat it. Oh, you're doing great. Like, you got two bedrooms and a functioning bathroom. I don't know what more you need, bitch! (laughs) So, it's just like weird. It is weird. Well, this took an awfully serious turn. (laughs) I don't know how I could have... Hey, y'all. I was temporarily unhoused. My dad's emotionally abusive. He he ha ha. But that's not even the worst of it. He he ha ha. (laughs) Tee hee hee. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like there should be something motivational. But you live, you love. You laugh, you learn. We're closer to 30. And that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've stopped being afraid. Oh, me too. At least... 30 through 50. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about 30. I've you heard know? your 30s is great. You know? And you sure the fuck couldn't pay me to go back to my early 20s, so it's got to get better. It's only gotten better. You know what's crazy? Is thinking about, did you ever have a moment when you realized your frontal cortex or whatever the fuck it was called was developing when you're like, I'm aging and learning and making better decisions? Bitch, Yes. When that, I was like, uh, the first time I like had a familial spat and saw it objectively and prioritized myself and did what I could and nothing more and nothing less. Ah! Bitch, the first time this, this year when I was like, okay, I was talking to my therapist. I was like, I feel empathy for my dad as a human being. He will always be my abuser. But I'm like, that sucks. Keep the fuck away from me. But that sucks for you as a person. I was like, God damn. That is 
who the fuck are you? Big of you. It's crazy. And I was like, I'm an adult. Duality. You know? Nuance. I know. And when I was 18, you couldn't tell me shit. I was like, no, I'm grown. And when I was 20, I was like, you can't tell me shit. I'm a grown up. You started feeling like a grown up at 18? Oh my God, I was a grown up. I did not feel like a grown up until we moved in together. <laughs> my grandma was doing my laundry before we moved in together. No, because I love that for you. <laughs> that TikTok I sent you the other day that said, being, twel- or being 25 at 12, sad face. Being 12 at 25, happy face. That is me right now. I'm, I'm getting to do my innocent teenage years now. Mm-hmm. And while I do know some more things, I'm getting to be a child. But at 12, I was grown. 12 through like 21, I was an adult. You couldn't tell me anything. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah. I feel like I did it the traditional way. And it's um stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was like, I'm... A wacky teen. Ooh, I'm a sexy college student. Ooh, I'm a lost 22-year-old. And now I'm like, shit, dude, I got a fucking, I'm a fucking 26-year-old who has to figure out health insurance. Like, I'm like, it stopped having, like, a cute name. It just started being, eh, I'm in my mid-20s. Like, achy. I'm an achy 26-year-old. This is not what SZA was singing about in 20-something. Because maybe being toxic... M- is that more fun? It is more tumultuous. I have a fuck my kill for you. Slay. Okay. Your options to fuck Mary or kill are Valentine's Day, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, or Labor Day. Take your pick. So I've got to be honest, I don't know what Labor Day is about. Is it like union? It's to celebrate is your that labor. Why you it? That's why you picked it. You're a union worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Because I would say Labor Day and Veterans Day mixed up. And I know one of them sucks. <laughs> okay, so Labor Day is at the end of the summer. And it's what? to celebrate your, like, Memorial. harvest. Yes. Memorial Day is the other one. That one also sucks. What's that about? It Death? does suck. Veterans. Again. How many days did they get? Too many. <laughs> Was a D-Day enough? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Mm. And people always post about like migrant workers on Labor Day. So keep that in mind. True. Angela's looking at me like, don't be a phobe right now. So. So I. Well, okay. So my first thought was to fuck Valentine's Day. Marry MLK Day. But Martin Luther King Jr. was a cheater. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be married to him. And a, and a man. And for the, those reasons, I'm out. Uh, hmm. I mm, okay. I mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so hard. Okay, I would have to kill Labor Day because I don't. I do not dream of labor. Okay, fair enough. You know what I mean. Um, I would fuck MLK Day because why not get it over with? You know. Get it over with. And I feel like MLK, well, not feel, I know he was an alpha man. And that was really my college fantasy was to fuck every, (laughs) was to fuck a member of every divine nine fraternity and sorority. And so that's one to check off the list. Okay, fair enough. And I will marry Valentine's because I really am a hopeless romantic. And 
I just need that to be reciprocated. And I think that's cute. You get cute colors. You yeah. get candies. Get kisses. You go, get to go out to dinner. That sounds so nice. I love romance. I love it. My last Valentine's Day I spent with someone, I had a surgery knee. On, I was on crutches. And I was so on painkillers. And we had to go to dinner at a very small restaurant that I could barely walk through with my crutches. And it was quite embarrassing. And I drove and he got drunk and it was a nightmare. Every time you tell me a story <laughs> about that ex, I, I, mm, a lesbian cries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, it makes me sad. It makes me sad. So my fuck, Mary kill, but not for you. Your options for actions are who would you want to sing you to sleep every night? Sing all the songs on the radio to you, or who would you want to be your voice? And the audio options are a barbershop quartet, a gospel choir, or a fourth grade orchestra. There will be graphics of this on our Instagram if you are confused. Okay. I want a fourth grade orchestra to put me to sleep every night. Ooh, okay. I'm a hard sleeper. True. I've got meds that can knock me out. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. I want a barbershop quartet to sing all the songs on the radio because I think that that would be hilarious. That would be funny. Especially like if it was a Nicki Minaj song. I was thinking, mama don't know what is getting hot at the party shop. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> and then I would like my voice to be a gospel choir because who wouldn't? Because your name is Angela. Mm-hmm. Just like Every black gospel singer. Every middle-aged black woman. I say it all the time. And my family's like, that's not true. And I'm like, who cares if it is? I'm just making an observation. (laughs) Uh, Could you give us a little sample of what the barbershop quartet singing a Nicki Minaj song would sound like? Uh, No, because I can't think of one where she sings and, like, I can, but it's not coming out. Um, My favorite Nicki Minaj song is Grand Piano. <laughs> Which is an insane <laughs> Nicki Minaj that is song. a wild song. Because she like, doesn't rap. What's your favorite Nicki song? She doesn't rap one bar. I feel like if my child is ever in band or orchestra, I'm just going to have to dip out until they reach, like, high school. Because I don't know if I want to be a parent. you got to be so involved. You have to be involved, but, like, what if I just, like, stood in the... What if I wore earplugs would they even know i mean you have to go you do have to be there that's not an option no (laughs) unfortunately but if you wore earplugs they wouldn't know they wouldn't know and then you could even be more supportive because you wouldn't be like my ears are bleeding can we please go home yeah oh my god yeah me with like beats (laughs) headphones on just like raving at the viola concert yeah I remember, <laughs> I remember, uh, maybe like summer after like fifth or sixth grade, and I was practicing the clarinet, and in the kitchen, <laughs> because there were like the boys in the neighborhood were playing on the street, and you could see into the kitchen from the street, and I was like, "Via police, they're gonna see me practicing my clarinet." I'd be like, "She's studious, she's talented." She's a hot and sexy and gorgeous. Maya, please. 
It didn't happen. Um, no shit. But I was playing that clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> Maya, what's been mildly inconveniencing you? Actually, so much. But you know when you have to go to the bathroom to actually you don't know this but listener (laughs) do you know when you have to go to the bathroom to fix your underwear because they're giving you panty lines or like stick your hand in there not even for nefarious purposes yes or like your thongs too far up there oh i have some thongs that are just like too short oh my god and they just like really they really try to cut me straight through the middle on the flip (laughs) side i have some thongs that are too long and they do the same thing they it's weird (laughs) i don't know how i would describe it i love a thong but they they can get incorrect but like all underwear all underwear yeah i don't like though you know me i'm a thong girly but when i'm wearing a bikini cheeky a cheeky bikini and i have to like flatten it against my butt cheek so that you can't see it in my oh my god it drives me bonkers Mine's even more annoying because I wear, I either wear no underwear, sometimes a thong if I have to, or like shorts, like briefs. And those bunching. And those bunch, so I got to get in there like a man and like throw my <laughs> down from the bottom. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. So it's like me, two hands, it's wild. <laughs> Never two hands. Today I was wearing overalls and I had to get in there and adjust. And now it was easier than most days because overalls. But uh, <laughs> today I am wearing uh tights with my underwear on the outside. Good for you. Because it keeps it in your crotch. I heard that recently. Which I, is so smart. Yeah, I do that, or I wear like bike shorts. Because I another minor inconvenience when you're wearing tights and your crotch is falling down. Now I'm and now I'm like and now it's on my knees talk. and I'm worried it's hanging down below my dress. <laughs> you wearing harem pants and you're like no it's my type. No and you're like yes. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah I wear them on the outside because I'm just like Bella Hadid. I'm Bella Hadid. Um. Okay, what's been minorly inconveniencing me? And this is kind of a win. It like starts as a flop but ends as a win. I have made, I intend to read 24 books this year as I only read 28 last year. No, 18. I only read 18 last year. (laughs) I was lost. But I have, sir, you made me download Storygraph, which is similar to Goodreads, but not Amazon. Yeah. So I've been loving it. It's great. I have a to read list on there, but I was like, oh my God, I don't like buying new books which is maybe like niche to me but like i just think they're a too expensive and b like i don't know there's so many used books you should just get a used one so i mostly buy them at like thrift stores or whatever or get them from other people i know but like then you're limited in your options you can't really pick out what book you want so i was in the shower and i was like oh i can order some books off thrift books but then i was like but then i gotta wait and i can't read them immediately and then i was like bitch the library I was going to say, they'll give it to you. They'll give it to you You now. can take it home. For free. For free. For fucking free. Mm-hmm. I went from <laughs> so inconvenienced by waiting because of shipping and handling to so uninconvenienced because of the library. That makes me think of, some, I saw someone talking about, like, we're going back to analog 
of the like someone was like oh i need this thing today i don't even have time to order it it won't get here today the store exists like you could just go and get it oh my god it's fucking- not me but it is a good idea it blew my mind and mind you listeners every episode you've heard <laughs> since we got mics has been recorded in a library I am in a library <laughs> once every other week. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that they also had books. I would argue <laughs> we're using it for a more niche purpose than anyone else. <laughs> Literally. And then I was there and there was a nice queer who signed me up for my library card. They asked my preferred name. Libraries are queer. Oh my God. It was amazing. And now libraries, everything to me. And that night that I went to the library, I couldn't shut up about how radical an idea the library was mm-hmm. and how it's for everyone and how it serves as like a warming and cooling center for the unhoused. Like it serves so many functions and they even have a cricket you can use mm-hmm. to make your little crafts. And I was blown away. And the whole night I was just like, look at me and my free book that I got today. Libraries really are like a radical holdover from when we used to have community. They so are. Oh like, my God. The library also gave me a bookmark and they said, if you write the name of two books you read between December 18th and February 18th, we'll give you a mug and some hot cocoa for free. That's so cute. It's so cute. That's so cute. Oh my God. I do love libraries. I get nervous like borrowing things from libraries because I'm worried. What if I don't bring it back good? I took that shit to the pool. You know what I... (laughs) Reckless. But yeah, I just worry, like, and I also like to dog ear my pages. Is that, isn't that rude? Like, I would just like. I opened a book and there was a sticky note and it was someone keeping track of, like, the characters. Adorable. That is cute. And so, like, I also like it because the book is shared, right? Like, yeah. you don't know who else has read it. It's going to go back. Someone else is going to get to read it. And so I also think that's kind of, like, nice. Okay, fine. Because <sighs> I just get scared. What if they're like, don't do that. It scares me. I think they have a high tolerance for, like, don't do that. That's true. People used to poop in books and close them and put them on the shelf. Exactly. I won't do that. The sex of college girls, they were having sex in the library. And I won't do that either. No. Probably. Or watch porn in those computers that are, like, under the thing, you know, under the glass. I won't do that. See? You're already doing better than most library patrons. That's true. You know what? I'm better than them. Um... I'm glad that you can say that you're better than the people that watch porn at the library. <laughs> but you can also check out, uh, uh, what's the word? Baking pans. Yes. Which I think is like so everything. You can check out Nintendo Switch games. Oh, I love that. They have a whole collection of CDs you can check out. Okay, I'll start using my local library. You've gotta. You've, you've convinced me. I really just use it as a meeting space. And I feel like we got to support them. Because in this day and age, I feel like they could rip them away from us at any moment. Honestly. And so I feel like we need to support. You're not wrong. Yeah, I've kind of been on the wave that you put me onto of um, buying, not buying, reading found books. Just like, I've actually started to avoid book content because I'm like, don't give me a suggestion. I'm not going to go find it. And that's where I was, right? Because I was like, I'm not, I don't want to order yeah. I don't want to. So I'm doing very much like like picking a book from a free library, like the little libraries outside, or like a book someone's done with and doesn't want anymore. A lot of stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or like th- or, um, like the half price bookstore or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've also gotten more into like what kind of books I like rather than like my early, like not my early reading career, but like in my teens to so my early 20s was mostly found books or like mm-hmm. maybe I'd buy a book at like the stuff mm-hmm. or Goodwill every now and then. But now I get to like pick my own books and mm-hmm. it's really life changing, I think. It definitely is. I actually stopped buying books because I was like, this is bad for the environment. That was another part of my, like, I don't want to buy books. The amount of, well, yeah. And it's crazy, too, when we have libraries. You have a fucking library. Yeah, it freaks me out when people are buying hordes of books. I get worried. And even if you're keeping it, you don't live forever. And the odds that you read all of those enough times to make it make sense and that's why like especially reading books just for like enjoyment i had realized that i don't want to own every single book i read yes you know? me too like i want to own very few books and yeah. i was thinking about it again i could just go back to the library and get it if i want to read it again especially now that i'm keeping track on story graph right <laughs> i agree so i agree so an inconvenienced Turned into a convenienced. <laughs> a success story, if you will. Do you want to get into our intentions? To resolve? Here's the thing about resolutions. Fuck them. Because, actually, it's really just the word. Because, like, when people, and the culture, really it's all of it. Uh, <laughs> it's giving our 2022 vision board episode. <laughs> Because when we talk about resolutions, like, the idea to, like, I'm resolving to do, usually it's to not do something, right? Which is just, like, very, it's not um, very soft language, which is how I'm trying to approach approach myself these days. Yes. I'm just trying to be like, yeah, there's room to do it and there's room to not do it. There's no room for forgiveness and resolutions. Yes. And I think that's the problem. Yeah. So that's why I have moved away from resolutions. And like for a long, well, for a long time, for a lot of my life, I was not doing resolutions because I was like, and set myself up for failure. Like for what? And then I was doing like just goals of like, I'd like to do this this year, mm-hmm. whatever. It could happen. It might not happen. It's nice to look at it months in the future and be like, oh yeah, that. Yeah. Um, or I did that thing and I didn't even realize it was something I intended to do. So... Um, our kind of goal with this once a year segment is new year, new intentions, right? Our goals, what are we intending to do? What are we putting out into the world? And because of the outlandish nature of the show, we'd like to get more outlandish as the intentions progress. Number one, I intend to lie about my name five times. Okay. It just sounds fun. It sounds like people are having fun. Like someone on TikTok was like, I tell the Starbucks people that I have an outlandish name and it's for fun. And then it says it on my cup. Or like you give a different name because you're convinced that no one can spell it right at a restaurant. I'm not convinced. I know factually. You know factually that no one can spell your name right at a restaurant. I do. And it just seems fun to walk up and be like, hey, I'm Goldie. Like, I do actually do that. Like I either give them like just a different version of my name or whoever I'm with, I always give that person's name. Exactly. And I just think it sounds fun because... It always catches people off guard. And I always... Yes. And I always want to say I want to lie more, but I want to find harmless ways to lie more. And this seems like a harmless way to lie. Valid. You know what I mean? I love a harmless lie. Yeah. Or like sometimes when telemarketers call my job, I lie 
about the email for the contact information. And I lie about what the director's name is, you know? <laughs> and someone caught me in that lie once. And I was like, listen, it's like my coworker was standing next to me. And I got off the phone and I was like, it was someone trying to sell us something we didn't want. And they were just like, okay. Oh, the coworker caught you? I thought you meant the person on the phone. No, the coworker oh, caught me in the lie. Fine. And they were like, that's weird. And I was like, I lie all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like finding harmless ways to do my intention of lying. I intend to talk about our podcast as though I just discovered it and we're not in it. I did that this last week. Ah! <laughs> oh my, I was like, this is grassroots advertising. Ah, right? That's, I love that. Genius. Just like, I discovered this really new great podcast and I think you should check it out. No, because it's so good. It's so good. The hosts have so much good things to say. So much trauma. Oh my God. I, Eat it up. It's amazing. So that's mine. And like, you you won't get it unless you listen to all of them. You gotta, and like, maybe hit a download. It, but if you like subscribe, it really, you know what I You'll mean? You'll get that notification when they put out new episodes. And, and that's- you definitely want to listen to new episodes. They also have really good visuals. Mm-hmm. So follow their Instagram for sure. <laughs> Who knows? You might get on their mailing list. Like, I don't know, man. There you go. Yeah, I did that. Um, Someone posted on TikTok of like, that awkward time when all of the podcasts are on hiatus and you don't have anything to listen to. And I was like, oh, I've just been catching up on Nishities. It's so good. Ah, I love that. <laughs> no, because that's so exciting. And like, feels fun and mysterious. It is fun and mysterious. It's like, that thing they talk about where couples go to the bar and pretend to be different people. Yes! <laughs> uh, I intend to get into a serious relationship with a WNBA player. Ah! No, that's sexy. There's none around here. Chicago Sky, here I come. Oh my, that's their name? Yeah. I've been to a game. So feminine. Oh my God. Can we go to another? Yeah. My family took me. Oh my God. Can we go and hit up that queer bar in Chicago and just live our best life? That would be everything. I'm oh like, my god! Yeah, I'm going to that bar afterwards, like gay bar, because I'm gay. Are you gay? Hmm? Nice three pointer. Gay. Gay. Mm. Nice three gay pointer. Gay. Three points Push. if you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Make that three if you're gay. Three yeah! points. Three fingers. <laughs> we gotta make signs. They'll be like, I mean, can we kick them out? There's only 35 fans here. Like, I don't kind of need them <laughs> no one else is cheering <laughs> uh, what else are you intending to do i intend to lose the weight and by the weight i mean the four pounds that my 38e breasts weigh according to hourglasslingerie.net they only weigh four pounds according to hourglasslingerie.net now they did recommend doing a water displacement test and filling a bowl of water, setting your titty in it, seeing how much goes away. We have to do that. <laughs> That's genius. Yes. Because once I drop my titty on someone and they're like, damn, that's heavy. And I was like, yeah. But I'm excited for you to lose that weight. I'm excited too. I found a chest today that I liked on Instagram. I sent it to you so that I could find it. A body chest? A body chest. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. You you thought I was talking about like chest of drawers? And then I thought you said chess. And I was kind of a little bit confused. But then I was like boobs. Tits. Tits. A chest. A chest. I'm not going to have mine and I'm going to lose the weight. Lose the weight. This is the only time we advocate for losing weight. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Surgically. <laughs> 
this year I intend to get a new local job and triple my salary. Okay. And this is really big news for me because I wasn't trying to stay local. Um, But if I have to move one more fucking time, I think I'll pass away. So try <laughs> really just moving away from the part of me that idealizes moving. And yeah, I'd like to triple my salary. I think that's doable. <laughs> like I saw one. a TikTok that was like, maybe it's not healthy to live a four hour plane ride away from your whole family and not be connected to anyone locally. And I was like, that's the one. It's wild out here. Uh, Growth is sometimes painful and sad. I can't be here. Maybe maybe Minneapolis in a year or two. Yeah. I think that's fair. Because I cannot live in Iowa the rest of my life. I swear to God, if I am 30 in the state of Iowa, put me down like a dog. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. You can't make me. I'm not getting eyelash extensions. Duh. <laughs> What else do you intend to do? <laughs> I intend to practice my creative writing skills by making up gossip stories and submitting them to long-form gossip podcasts. Um, I love that. Thank you. Do they want you to make it up or do they want it to be true? I think they want it to be true. Slay. I think the idea is that it's true. No, because you're right. This is another harmless lie situation. Yeah. I like that because it's also like if you make it too wild, they'll be like, okay. Right. I like that. I feel like it's a really good way to practice creative writing. Ooh, I like that. That's fun. Yeah. I'm published. Four of my stories got on air. I intend to own a baby this year. You're going to get a baby? I'm going to find one. I'm going to own it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, yeah. You're having a little shitty? I'm going to find one. Am I going to have one? No. Am I going to birth one? No. Well, I mean, I feel like if you own it, you have it. True. You have it in your possession. I will have one in my possession. Will I birth it? No. But yeah. Um, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Why not? Uh, I want to be a parent. would love to rear some children. Give them to me. You've got an extra bedroom. I've got an extra bedroom in a very safe location. And a very soft carpet. And this, they can't even hit their head. Oh, my God. I'm going to own a baby by the end of this year. You're going to own a baby. <laughs> I intend to gaslight three people about the spelling and or definition of a word. Don't come at me with this shit. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> you're just a menace. You're always, you're like, these are mean. You're just a menace. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, call some bitch an ugly fat whale. <laughs> no. Trip three people in public. <laughs> Spit on someone over a toilet stall. No. It's <laughs> like, this is not me. <laughs> I just think like, should the moment arise... It's like a nice passive aggressive way to like get back at your family for some shit. You know what I mean? Like a wops wops yeah. situation. Yeah. Have I told that on here? I don't know. I um was power hungry as a child. And uh in like the seventh grade, I was in choir, and some girls said something about a wasp. And I said, Why did you call it that? It's a wops. 
And we went back and forth. She's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a wasp. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's okay that you don't know this. It's a wops. What other words are spelled like that? None of them. Wops. And I fully convinced her for like at least a few days. And before I was like, broke the news. I had issues. It also feels like a challenge. If I can do it to an adult. It's a bit. I can do anything. As long as you break it at the right time. Exactly. It's just a bit. It's just a bit. And that's the one I would like to participate in. Because that's my favorite. Oh, yeah. I love that. Thank you. Commit to the bit. Yes. That's the bigger lesson. Commit to the bit. Just commit to it. I commit to the bit all the time. Yeah, we know. You're going to get a baby. I am going to get a baby. Commit to the bit. I'm Suras. Just because I'm a young lesbian doesn't mean I can't be a fit mother. I'm sad you live far from me because you could send them to me every day. No, because you don't even want them. That's not true. <laughs> that's actually the opposite of untrue. That's the opposite <laughs> of This year, I am going to get recognized by at least eight celebrities with blue check marks. On the websites where they have blue check marks? Yeah. Or in person? So like uh, today... I'm already getting there, beach. Today, so, uh, a celebrity liked my Instagram comment. And you're mutuals with someone who's a celebrity. And I moots with someone on an HBO show. So, basically. And this is what I live for. Like. Was it a your Instagram comment or a Nishani's Instagram comment? Me. Because I saw you reply to people with big ch- blue check marks on Nishani's. Oh, hell yeah. I get on there. Oh, my God. LOL, bestie. Love the fit. Which, why wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was someone, um, one of the hosts of Just Between Us. Okay. um, Announced that they changed their name. And they go by Gabe now. And I was like, oh my God, love that for you, Gabe. And they liked it. Hey, Gabe. Ally and a celebrity. Oh my God. (laughs) You're one eighth of the way there. I'm one eighth of the way there. So, yeah, that's what I'm working on. I'm also moots with a um, famous Irish folk singer. Oh my God. Who's touring this year and i was like come see me that's for you what random moots an irish folk singer yeah (laughs) so i feel like it's realistic i love to get recognized by random celebrities on the internet who doesn't you i don't like like to be recognized by anybody on the internet no you don't engage not an internet person engage it no i got on our tiktok today not our tiktok our instagram and like some things. So really, the engager. And that's where the that's where the interactions come from. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in stories, comments like, no, the fuck he didn't. If you don't leave his dumb ass. And you're right. <laughs> One time I posted on Instagram, and I was like, oh, I forget what it was. I posted in my story, but it was like, talk shit about your ex in my DMs on board. And only one person did, and it was so disappointing that it was only one person. People always respond to like my least interesting stories. I'm yes. like, but when I'm like, hey y'all, what's a movie that makes you cry? Which I ask about three times a year. <laughs> Nobody wants to say. <laughs> Everybody want to be silent then. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Happy niche year. And by the end of 2023, I intend have a good way to roll us out of this podcast bye like comment subscribe download ring the bell i love you